Braves, Bulldogs, Falcons, Yellow Jackets, Hawks, Eagles. From the heart of Georgia, it's the Bill Shank Show. Hour number three of our show. Welcome back. We appreciate you being with us. So, um, a couple of things. Radio host Brent Axe got the axe from ESPN Radio Syracuse because he was overly negative about Syracuse sports during his drive time radio program. <laughs> the One of the co-owners of the radio station happened to be Jim Beheim. Yeah, shocker. You got to be kidding me. That dude. This is bad news, man. He's an awful human being. I'm telling you, Jim Beheim. Bet you can't fire my ass, Jim. <laughs> he is awful. I feel sorry for the guy. Got got his name is Brent Axe, A X E. Got a deodorant named after him. <laughs> I hope he gets some residuals off that. <laughs> He's gonna need it. He's gonna need it. He was on ESPN Syracuse and had a drive time afternoon show, and boom. He probably called Jim Beheim what we called him, a schmuck. Golly, he's awful. Anyway, all right, so we've been talking about all the Falcons moves today. Let's bring in our Falcon guru, Rick Flatford from Fox Sports. All right, so they've got a new defensive tackle, albeit from the enemy, David Onyemata. And then they've just agreed, evidently, to a deal with Jesse Bates for safety. They have brought back, uh, re-signed on extension Chris Lindstrom, re-signed their punter Bradley Pinion, re-signed the fullback Keith Smith, and traded for Johnu Smith, a tight end from the Patriots. We we haven't seen this kind of activity in a decade for this team, have we? We haven't, but before we get started, Bill, let me say, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, you're not hey, still in Arizona, are you? I, I'm sitting on uh, my brother-in-law's back porch in, in uh, Glendale right now. Yeah. Oh, my so gosh. How about that? Yeah, and how many games have you been to yet? You're, I'm going to hate you for this answer, am I not? Only five. Oh, Only my five. God. I tell you, in a couple of years, I'm coming out. We're going to go to some Cactus League games. You, Hey, you should. You sh- you should by then. Hopefully, Snicker will be retired and he can come with you. Oh, yeah, that'd be fine. So, what do y'all do? Go to baseball games of the day and run down the border to protect it late at night? <laughs> yep. Baseball <laughs> during the day and we go to the border at night. You're right. I'm <laughs> sorry, Russ. <laughs> We're, <laughs> border crossing guards. That's us. You know, we got the yellow the yellow vest and the orange stock. That's us. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you called because this is a big day for the Falcons, right? It is, you know, and I've not really been keeping up. I was kind of, I was hoping to uh, speak, speak to uh, Terry Fontenot last night, and he promised me he'd call me, and he never did. Uh, obviously, there's some things going on there. But, I, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I will say this about Bates, and, and you probably know this, I'm sure, and your listeners, uh, those folks are really educated football folks, uh, as I've learned firsthand. Bill Bates, or Billy Bates, Bates himself, the safety, is one of the best safeties in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Huge pickup. Uh, it's one of the few things I'd say they've done right so far. I still think there's a lot of uh, inner working going on. Many, I think, some they're strategizing. I'm not sure who's winning. You know, is it Arthur Smith or Terry Fontenot? I'm kind of anxious to hear. Um, I think they were a little bit disappointed that the Panthers were so aggressive about that first pick and gave up so much because mm. now I think they're kind of stuck 
Um, and not not that that's a bad thing. I still don't know that we know the answer about Desmond Ritter, so I don't know. It's well, it's, I, I would think a lot of things happen. Uh, we, we we were speculating on this earlier, actually off there. You kind of wonder if if uh, that trade for for Carolina getting the number one pick going from nine to one. Uh, it, it almost guarantees even more that those quarterbacks are going to per, go pretty early. So, I mean, I, I'm really anxious to see kind of how it how it slides down the the line there. I mean, there's even talk that that Richardson may be the number one pick, which amazes me. But um, you know, it, it's it's interesting with no offensive lineman sign yet. Could that be where they're they're leaning with the draft if if this continues here? I mean, I know we've still got plenty of time left here, but. Uh, they they did not sign Caleb McGarry back yet. They did not sign the uh, McGlinchey kid from San Francisco. He went to Denver for a big deal. So you just kind of wonder if uh, the Skaronsky kid from from was uh, was Scott, no Northwestern or or our boy Broderick Jones from UGA could be that number eight pop pop there in the first round. Yeah, I tell you, and, and one just side note here, McGlinchey actually, you know, is a Notre Dame guy, played at San Francisco, but he's also the first cousin of Matt Ryan. Right. So, uh, and he, he had a pretty decent career out there, but, you know, you've said this for a couple of years, me being on your show, I know this. They have to address the line, the defensive line, and it looks like they're trying to do that on the defensive side, period, with the safety, of course, Bates as well. But that offensive line has to be shored up. And maybe you're right. Maybe you don't go spend a bunch on a quarterback till you get that fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say this about the Richardson potentially being the first pick. Wow, that'd be that okay. would be absolutely good. Good for the Panthers. Uh, meaning, well, good for everybody but the Panthers because yeah. I just don't see him being that big time quarterback. I'm with you. Good luck, Frank Reich. We'll see how good you are with that quarterback situation there. Uh, Rick Flat for joining yeah, we, us from Arizona. Go ahead. We and we know that Frank Reich is a uh, power hungry. You know, micromanager. So I'm, I'm anxious to see how that works. Oh yeah, with, with whoever he brings in there. So yeah, no, I, I, I am too. Well, um, you know, they, they, they've definitely helped this defense, and, and I'm just really anxious to see who, uh, what, what's kind of next. We knew, I think we all knew Bates was coming. Yeah, I, I, I told Russ when he came in here at three o'clock. I said I'm shocked that Bates still hasn't been announced yet, and it was about thirty, thirty minutes ago. Um, because, uh, and we've had. Several people kind of speculating that, uh, all right, defense with free agency, offense with the draft here, and, and it looks like that so so far. Um, but but uh, they, they need to they, – they got that tight end from, from New England, which I guess negates the possibility of Darnell Washington being a target uh, if they moved up in the late, late first round. And they, they still do need a receiver, though, do they? Because we got to remember the uh, Zacchaeus kid's a free agent. Yep. And getting interest, by the way. And I spoke to Desmond Ritter last week, and he he likes him. Uh, you know, they've they've got a pretty good rapport. I th- you know, Desmond is doing everything you want your quarterback to do to develop relationships with these guys. And you know, we don't know that he's not going to be the guy. Uh, we don't know that he is because he's not been given that chance. And wouldn't it be great to see him get a chance and and do well? Um, would they do that because he and Arthur Smith's relationship, when I spoke to him last week about their relationship, he said there is no communication whatsoever between Arthur Smith and your, your starting quarterback. So that's, you know, that's, that's, that's difficult. I, I just don't see how they work around that. But, I mean, who, who knows what Arthur Smith is thinking? Well, I, I know it's still going to be kind of a question mark. There's no doubt about that. If he, um, I mean, I, I just can't imagine why you wouldn't go with, 
Smith, you you you're you're not going to get the number one pick. You're not going to be able to choose any one of those four. You may have a man crush on. They've already pretty much said they're not going after Lamar Jackson, which I think is good. So it's like okay, you know, move on with Desmond and see. You're going to need a quarterback. There's no question because Logan Woodside is not. I don't think who you want is your backup and your other guy in there. So, uh, but anyway, just the 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 order of how they're doing this, and I guess it's you know however. They get to an agreement with these guys. They still have some cap room left, but uh, you know these were these were two big moves here to get a safety and a and a defensive tackle. And I mean, you wonder, Rick. Uh, you know, they brought back Lorenzo Carter. They they've got these three kids from the last two drafts: Ogadunji, Malone, and Ibikite. Are they going to just let them try to develop and and get another star edge out of that, or is that somewhere they're going to go and turn to next in free agency? Yeah, I think that is the logical thing. You have to get an edge rusher because if you can't put pressure on a quarterback, we know you definitely expose a poor secondary. We've seen that for the last several years. I'll tell you what's intriguing to me. If Jalen Carter's available at that pick, I think you jump up and down to get somebody like a Jalen Carter. Just think, and I think I heard this in, in you know while I was on hold here, you saying this and made a good point. Between uh, you know Jarrett, Grady Jarrett and Jalen Carter, can you imagine what that defensive line looks oh, like? Oh, no question. No, yeah, we were well, we were talking about that right before you know all the trouble came about for Jalen and and wondering if there was any way at that point for them to move up. And it, it you know, do you think though that the the Omian um, the new guy from New Orleans is going to negate that possibility of Jalen Carter being drafted, or could they still go in that direction? Man, I I th- I would love to think, uh, and I'm I, you know I have to do some work on this, but I would love to think that they would still be after a Jalen Carter. You can't have it's impossible to have too much on the defensive line, I and mean, you can rotate players in and out. We've seen teams do it successfully, and those teams inevitably go deep in the playoffs because they're you know sending. There's two different lines for them, so to speak. So the first and second string guys are interchangeable on a lot of those occasions and makes a huge difference. Uh, but they've never developed any depth, let's face that. They've always struggled with depth. So I think it's intriguing, though. Jalen Carter would be a huge pickup. My gosh, what a pickup. I know that uh, that uh, Josh Kendall from The Athletic predicted yesterday in his uh, kind of wish list for free agency that they not only signed on Yamada, and you got to figure out how the hell I pronounce that name because I'm going to pronounce it 50 different ways until you tell me. How. And then also Sheldon Rankins, uh, a second defensive tackle, and he was saying, especially with Taquan Graham out because the ACL, uh, you, you need that, that strength there. And, you know, he played pretty well for the Jets. So, I mean, in that regard, that wouldn't rule out if they did have a second tackle in – in mind or in need that if they don't don't get one through free agency, because I would think after we see them kind of settle down here with free agency, Rick, we're going to know what direction they're probably leaning in for the draft. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm still a little, you know, I guess uh, I'm sure about, you know, my sources, I've had them say one thing and I've had them say something else. I'm not really sure where they're going with that, but I'm, I'm not sure that they know either. I think there's, there's a bit of disconnect maybe still between the head coach and the general manager, but I, I would say one thing for sure. This division is wide open, and it won't take a lot to – I mean, granted, Carr signed in New Orleans, and that's a, that's a good signing for them. And I know you love the Saints, and I know you love my buddy Drew Brees. Um, yeah, right. Wow, you're, you're silent on that. Wow, I even, I even stopped and gave you yeah. a second. Yeah, no, I said, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I uh, well, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I set you up there. My bad. It's your birthday. It's not my <laughs> 
but yeah, you know, that's, uh, so if you improve that defense just a little bit more and you can run the football, uh, they're not that far off, at least the division. No, I, I think you're right. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Tampa Bay does not know what they're going to do with the quarterback situation. There's rumors about Baker Mayfield going there and competing with Kyle Trask. You know, uh, Carolina obviously is going to go with the number one pick, more than likely, unless they do trade it down, which I think is a crock. And, you know, New Orleans, while they're – okay, they got all their – they got all their, their quarterback situation figured out. But you know what? Um, <laughs> they just lost three members of their line. They just – they're yeah. losing Davenport, Shy Tuttle, and also the kid uh, Amunata for us. So, it's like, what the hell are you going to do on defense now in New Orleans? Yeah, they've they've had to cut some some of the fat out of the, the budget, yeah. so to speak. And and you know the Falcons still have a lot of money. The Falcons, the Colts, uh, the Jets, those guys still have money to spend. Uh, I don't think you know that's none of that leads to any type of activity necessarily with the Falcons. But gosh, you know, it's wouldn't it be something if we talk about this time you know next year after they've just you know competed in the playoffs for the first time in oh, yeah. years. And, oh, it could happen. Gosh, and it could. It, yeah, it could happen. I, I will say this too: anybody listening that you know, is unsure about Desmond Ritter as a person, I'm really impressed with the kid. The more I get a chance to talk to him one on one, he believes he's going to be a player in the league for a long time. And he said, "There's nothing that Arthur Smith could tell me that would lead me to be to believe otherwise." Mm, he said, good. "I'll be here playing, or I'll be somewhere. I will be a starter in the NFL for a long time." I love that confidence. He's got yeah. to prove all that, of course. But wouldn't that be cool to have that? Oh it, yeah, it'd be. Uh, be unique for sure. I hope he gets opportunity for for certain. He he's uh, I think a good prospect. I can't wait to see what they do to build around him. Hey Rick, thanks for checking in with us. We appreciate it. Be careful out there, and we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. That sounds great. And again, happy birthday, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rick. We appreciate it. Rick Flatford from Fox Sports talking uh, a little Falcons football, and we're glad he checked in with us. He's on uh, a vacation out in Arizona. All right, let's get a couple of calls in here. Uh, 478-646-3776. Wade in Jacksonville. Hello, Wade. Happy birthday to you there, Mr. Thank, Bill. Thank you, Wade. I appreciate that. How about the Falcons? They got some good moves today. I, I like the moves so far. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they, they, they got to improve that defense. We know that. And uh, I, I, I like it. Two big moves on defense. Got another tight end. So, well, let, let's keep it coming. Let's keep some more lines of scrimmage. LOS, right? Right. Here's another thing. I like they signed a punter back. Um, I know it's not much of a deal, but hey, they got the punter back too. Yep, they got the punter back. He done real good last year. And like mm-hmm. I said, I don't think Caleb's going to be with the Falcons. I think Atlanta's going. They might go get Tennessee, either Jones or the other guy, Lewan. What's his name? How you pronounce it? Lewan Taylor Lewan. Well, he they got to show that he's healthy. I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it at all. Um, I mean, they got to know of whether or not uh, McGarry's coming back and and all that. So I, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I kind of wish they'd move on from McGarry and ma- maybe they bring in a veteran like Taylor Lewan and then draft someone like the Peter Skaronsky kid that's been linked with Atlanta a lot, or maybe even Broderick Jones from UGA. Well, that's what I'm saying. They need. I know that's. But they're doing the defense. They got that white guy. What, what's his name? Last name's White. Oh, Kevin, not Kevin White, but you know what I'm talking about. What does he play? White? He's, he's a free agent. Yeah, White. It's a for, defensive player. For the Falcons? No, for someone else. The last, so someone's interest, Atlanta's interest in him. I don't know. 
I don't know, but the point is the Falcons are doing the right thing. You know what? After you, I'm actually good. I know everybody laughs about it, but will you bring Matt Ryder no. uh, um, Ritter out? No. Get him out. No. No. Okay. No, because but look, we don't we don't need any distractions with that kid. And I love Matt to death, but that that's ended. That 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 chapter's gone. It's over with. Okay, I just want to ask your opinion. That's all, because yeah. you know, Matt Ryan was a class act when he was a foul. Certainly, well, it was, but I, I just think well, we need the focus to be on Desmond Ritter. And I think the guy, the kid, is going to be good once he gets a chance. And last year, four games ain't much, but I tell you what, if ball, we got a weak division still. I, don't, I think any of them could win it. Oh yeah, there's no question. What about bringing in Stinson Bennett? What now? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I say. How about Stetson Bennett? Should they draft him? I would draft him round fourth or fifth round. Well, they might. If he, he, may, he may be gone by then. We'll see. But, no, I'm excited about these moves. We, we need some defensive help for this team. That's for sure now. How about uh, they're going to sign Carroll to his long deal uh, contract? Who? Carroll, the, the cornerback. Oh, A.J. Terrell. Yeah, they're going to have to get him under contract now. I mean, they got Lundstrom done today. And I'm sure A.J. Terrell is going to be a, a, another target for them to get under contract for the long term because he's a he's a fine player. That's what I was worrying about. They ain't got him done yet. Right. But, uh, they said they got $52 million, they said, doing mm. a salary cap. Yeah, they got they got a pretty good amount, though. They they, they still have some, some flexibility to go get some more players, that's for sure. All right, Enjoy. Wade. Hey, we appreciate your call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> He always says something, and he says, that's what I'm saying. It's like, well, well I know that. Why not say it? <laughs> Will in North Carolina, hello. Happy birthday, Bill. I'm Thank sorry you. I didn't, I didn't bring you any presents. That's okay. That's okay. When you get this old, it doesn't matter anymore, I guess, Will. No, not about presents, right? That's right. Um, about cake. It's all about cake, Will. <laughs> Are you an ice cream cake man? Or you no, a- I'm not. I'm a I'm a chocolate cake from McCall's Sandwich Shop. That's what I got. McCall's Sandwich Shop in in uh, Warner Robins. I got a chocolate on chocolate. It, it's delicious. Oh man, save me a piece. It sounds delicious. It's gone. No. Oh, oh well. Well, I tell you who else is gone. <laughs> who? Trevor Trevor Bauer to Japan. Did you just see the news? Four million dollars. How about that? Yeah, but I mean. Do you think it was a coincidence with the uh, team he signed with? The name of the team is like the DNA Base Stars or something. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Now, look, he, he's got to go over there and be a good boy. And I don't know if he can do that. But now, if he proves that he can be in stand of trouble, maybe, in fact, he'll be okay. And, and somebody else will give him another look. I mean, he's got a bad reputation. Aside from what happened with the woman in L.A. that tried to press charges he's got a bad rep he had that even before so you know i the braves aren't going to sign him at least not now so i you know i i think he's uh he's got to go over there and stay out of trouble yeah um i mean that foreign territory obviously uh, that culture's pretty uh tight rope or whatever he's yeah like you said he's gonna have to mind his p's and q's especially if he wants to get back in major league baseball yeah. what happened last night to usa i mean did you see the mexico usa game no i didn't i didn't see it i i, I, I um i mean look 
the United States got a very good team. But these foreign teams, I mean, they're not Great Britain, for crying out loud. But, I mean, the, the, these guys, Venezuela and Puerto Rico, they got some – and Dominican, they got some unbelievable teams here. I don't know how U.S. can beat them. Yeah. I seen Freddie was playing for the uh, Canadians and uh, Ronald's playing for the Venezuelans, I believe. But I think really what happened last night was just the pitching. I don't uh, – the storm pitcher was uh, the guy from the Padres uh, – Nick and I don't know, but I think that's the main problem is pitching. Yeah. Well, a lot of times hitters are in front of the pitchers in spring training, so that may have come gone over to the WBC for sure. But I hope I hope the U.S. can can uh, can do better. All right, Will. Thank you very much for your call. Are you watching that, Russ? No, I haven't really gotten into it. Me neither. From Chris on the secret text line: AJ not a free agent until twenty twenty four. Falcons already picked up this year's team option. And he says, "Happy birthday! Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that." Um, yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're okay with him for a while, but at some point, he's going to want that long term deal, like what Lindstrom just got right. And I'm sure he's. And look, th- th- here's the one thing to keep in mind: this salary cap, Russ, is fixing to skyrocket because of of the uh, television deal that's coming. Yeah, I think a lot of teams are counting on that. Oh yeah, because when they, when look when these quarterbacks are costing forty million, yeah, you got to have to go up. Yep. No, there's no question. I mean, I think in Kansas City, um, Mahomes is going from somewhere he's around like twenty five last year. He's going up towards forty this year. I mean, that's that's a that's a player. Right? I mean, that's right. I mean, that's yeah. a significant player. Well, and everybody talks about trying to get a window where you can play before your quarterback has to get that big deal. Kansas City did it before Patrick's big deal. Now they've done it after as well, but they've had to change their team. Look at the offensive line. I mean, they did bring in, obviously, Juwan Taylor, but, I mean, they had to get let Orlando Brown go. And another one of their guys going to Washington, the uh, Wiley kid, Andrew Wiley. It's tough to keep everybody. If you're going to have to pay that quarterback that kind of money, it's just, it's just very, very difficult. And that's why if the Falcons have someone in uh, Desmond Ritter that they can really work with, you you want it to give them a shot. And um, because they're they're you know the Lindstrom deal is one of a few that they're going to have to have to deal with for sure. So anyway, um, we'll see what happens. By the way, I appreciate all the birthday wishes, but I have decided here on this day that that I'm going to stay at 39. Like Jack Benny. You know who Jack Benny is, Russ? He was a comedian. Yeah. That's about all I got. He said he was staying at 39. And, you know, the great, the greatest thing is, no matter what, is that I was not born in the 1960s, unlike some people who call this show from up north in Atlanta. They're 1960s people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're 70s guys. Absolutely. Yeah, me and you, 70. You're 79. I'm 70. <laughs> we're 70s. <laughs> A birthday wish from the secret text line. And then he says Sid was safe. Sid was out, Jody. Look, don't don't start with me. We're going to have Sid. I want, here's what I want for my birthday. I want someone to get me a Sid Bream signed poster of him sliding into 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 uh home plate sliding safely in the and plate. have him sign it i was out you're right bill he but you're not no 
I mean, maybe for the right price, he'd do it just, you know, for the money. But that, but I don't think Sid would lie, though. He's a good man. He's a good man. But I think that would be a great gift to put in my Braves room. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's ever asked him to do that. <laughs> hey, Sid, look, I really love you, but I think you were out, and I want you to sign that on this picture. <laughs> here's, here's a 20. <laughs> That'd be funny, wouldn't it? It'd be great. He was out. Lavalier. He's he got him too. You, by, by the way, Lavalier weighs about three thirty now. Saw a picture of him. He threw out the first pitch like at a game not too long ago. Yeah, he he still works for the Pirates, right? Golly, man, he needs to work for the Steelers and play middle linebacker. My gosh, I mean, he makes me me and you look like Max Freed, son. That's that's pretty bad. <laughs> All right, four seven eight six four six ESPN. We will take a break and be back with more sports talk on this Monday right after this. How long have we been in this studio? About four years now? Yeah, Three and a half? Yeah. Maybe? I think 18. The 18? Like August of 18 or something like that? So I, I bought some, um, I mean, I know this doesn't matter to y'all, but I have bought some uh, posters to come in here and to be, I've got one of Jason Terry. You see that? Did you see all these? Yeah. Have oh, you yeah. gone through all these? Yeah, oh, yeah. I got the uh, cheerleader one. Y'all keep your hands off that one. Um, the uh, the Braves, the Braves eighty four one. I, I, this is one of my favorites. The the Rich Gossage one. I always <laughs> love that poster. <laughs> that is cool. The goose that laid the golden glove. The hundred years of Georgia football. The all important two thousand. And one 2002 Atlanta Hawks team fo- photo poster. Lateral Green, All-American candidate, University of Georgia. Keith Brooking, Skipper may want that one. The Jaguars inaugural season. How do you like that one? No, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And so um, I got our Falcons posters I showed you today with uh, Mike Ken and Jeff Van Note, which were pretty cool. They were the FINA posters that they had back in the 80s. And um, got a picture of me and Russ and Skipper and Chucky Olson from uh, when we had our 15th anniversary last year, which is pretty cool. And a couple other things. By the way, I got one for uh, we can show. We need to show this to um, Ken from Cumming. This is from the Atlanta Journal-Constipation in 1991. <laughs> yes. And it says, Beat L.A. Oh, yeah. That brings back some real good memories they right there. They ha- handed this out when the Braves and Dodgers were playing. So, we need to we need to show that to Ken from Cummings so he'll remember what, what the deal is. But, anyway, I just got some posters that uh, we're going to hang in the studio because we really have never kind of frocked it up very much. But we're going to now. Yeah. We'll be give it a good good feel. Yeah. Good vibe in here. Yeah. I, I, I remember to say that because the guy at Syracuse had all kind of Syracuse stuff behind him when he got fired by Jim Beheim. What up, buddies? Back to the phones we go. Pam in Macon. Hello, Pam. Hello, Bill, and happy birthday. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that. If you would stay in Macon a little bit, you could have had a pecan pie. If you'll stay this week, I'll bring it before Friday to the station. Do you know that I don't like pecan pie? I love really? it, Pam. I'll I, eat it. Yeah, Russ likes pecan pie, but and I I've never been a pecan pie guy. I like I like chocolate right, and lemon. Well, Russ, 
I know you got a birthday in October, so you can count on one. I, I don't do much sweet making, and I can't compete with, with Kent McCord, McCord but McCall, uh, yeah. anyway. Anyway, but I <laughs> uh, just wanted, wanted to ask you a few questions. First of all, you know, today is is my dog Linus's birthday. Oh, wow. Uh, I want to see if you got the same things he got. He has a birthday bandana on. Do you have one on? No, I don't. I left mine at home. Okay. He also got a new crate bed. Have you got that? Well, that's that being ordered through uh, Etsy. Yeah, we're getting that in as soon as okay. we can. And last thing is, he got a toy that he cannot destroy. Oh, does he? So, sque- does it squeak? Uh, it does squeak. But oh, he those can't are great. Destroy it. Uh, uh, you know what I got for Christmas from Santa Claus a couple years ago? It was one of those guns that uh, you can either use when someone breaks in your house, or you can put a ball in it and fire it out in the backyard where your, where your dog can go get it. Well, that's good. That's good that you've got that because, yeah. you, you know, you, you may have to defend yourself. But anyway, he's had a nice birthday, and I hope you've had a nice birthday. I have. You're much older than he is. He's 13 today. Oh, I wish I was 13. I had a good year in 1983. Nah, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 53, halfway to 106. Well, good. Are you, gonna, are you really going to try to live to 106? I'm going to try. Well, good. I'm eating all the fried food I can just to try to make it. All right, Russ, that, that gives you something to strive for. That's right. I, no, I want no part of 106. <laughs> you don't want to be around 106? No, because I don't want to be that guy that's still around after all my friends have been dead for like yeah, 15 years. Yeah, and it, my problem is all my friends are old, like Eddie from Ackworth and Ken and all those people. <laughs> They're all old. So, I mean, you know, I got I, I don't. I, I could be around for a long time by myself with all my friends. You'd be the only friend I got left. You're ten years young, nine years younger than me, you know? Right, that's we'll right. We'll be on the radio well, it'll be a real quick show, 15 minutes. That's all we can stay awake for. That's all. That's just, can't remember anything past 15 minutes. That's right. Heck, we have a hard time now remembering stuff. <laughs> that's right. I just want to call and wish you birthday greetings. Number one, oh, okay. uh, Gator Boy, uh, who has a vested interest in this, he says that we should fire Mike White as our coach mm-hmm. uh, pretty much because we lost the last nine or ten games. What's your thinking on that? Should we give him another year? Oh yeah, absolutely. Look, I mean, they were awful uh, last year. They were six and twenty-four under Tom Crane. They improved by ten wins this year, and I, 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 I get it. I know what Florida fans are saying and are going to say about Mike White. I get it, uh, but you know, compared to last year, it was a good year. They need to get better. They got to. They got to deal with the transfer portal, so we got to give him time. That's for sure. Well, I, I just am concerned about the fact that it's like the kids gave up those last games. I mean, they didn't win a single one of them. No, they know? didn't. And I, and I think people were saying, "Well, how could you beat Kentucky and then lose all those games?" But Kentucky's not that good this year. I get it. So it's a it's a fair question. But I I think um, they may, they may not have been that good to begin with, and he just got a lot out of them. So they we ought to respect that from him. But you know, look, I I, I think. Um, more people about are worried about who's going to be the quarterback than what happened with the basketball team. But it's good that they got better, and now they've got to get over 500 and reach 20 wins and take that next step next year. And if they don't, we're going to feel like we're in the same old stuff we've been in for years with Georgia basketball, you know? Yep, since Hugh Durham yep. and Tubby. That's All right. right. The other question I want to ask you is I leave on Friday to go to spring training. I've been listening to Braves baseball on the radio. Um when, when should I expect that I will see pretty much the, the, the opening day lineup really playing consistently? Oh, they'll game? start that next week now. I mean, I think that um, they've got a day off on Tuesday of next week. And then I would imagine starting on Wednesday, you'll start to see the lineup. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's coming. I mean, we're at that point in time. And, you know, once you get past 
past St. Patrick's Day and, and everything, and, and they had that last day off. Usually that's when Snit will start putting the, the regular lineup in there. And regular lineup's doing okay. I mean, Matt Olson's off to a good start. Riley's off to a good start. You know, by then they'll hopefully have Acuna back and Rosario. So I I, uh, I think by the middle to late next week we'll start seeing that a little bit. Well, I hope you're right because um, I'm going to tell you, Arcia and Echeverria or whatever his name is, they stunk it up Saturday. They won the pitching that hurt us Saturday. It was no. it was the infield that hurt us. Yeah. So, well, uh, I, I, I just want the pitching to get good. I want it to get ready because that's what you need early in the season. You know, you you got to – you got to you got to get that pitching going, and I, I I like what we're seeing with that anyway. Even though I know Soroka's a question mark, he never was going to be ready, and then and then more than that though is you know what's going to happen with Wright and Ian Anderson. But so far, I think overall we got to be happy with what we're hearing from down there. Well, I hope so. I'm really excited this year. You know, last year I only saw three games: um, uh, two at Northport and one we went to Fort Myers to see uh, Fenway Junior. Which, if you've never been there, that's great. And that, yeah, that's really next great. Friday, right? Isn't that next Friday? Is is uh, is Fort Myers for the Red Sox? We're also going to um, – uh, uh, they're going to have a, a night game, which okay. I've never been down there when we had a night game. Yeah. I, I think that's um, – I'm excited about that yeah, too. But good. I don't don't know about the weather. I think it's going to be uh, cold and rainy up here, and it might be cold and rainy down there too. Oh, so um, when, it, when, that know, happen, just, when that happens, it's windy, and it's real tough to keep my toupee on. It pisses me off. You are awful. You are awful. I guess if you're 53, you can say those things about yourself. God, Not that Eddie or Ken or anybody else can say them about you. Uh, but listen, I hope I hope you have another 20 years on the radio. Thank you, Pam. Uh, and I hope all your friends um, from from down there in Hawkinsville and Neil and all of them that they're wishing you a happy birthday today. And uh, you and Russ are and Chris are great for uh, sports radio. Uh, you know, I'm a long-time listener, and I've even gotten Gator Boy to start listening now. <laughs> so um, he's uh, he doesn't always agree with you, and he's too chicken to call you. I know. He's so, only he, called one time. <laughs> That's just typical Florida fan. What are you going to do? Well, Pam, you're very sweet. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. All right. Thank, thank you, Pam. Yeah, you hear her mention Neil there. She him. did mention uh, Neil. Mm. They have a little connection. Uh-huh. It could be. That time, you know, where the dating game's going on the Bill Shank Show with Pam and Neil. There you go. <laughs> Mike and Warner Robbins. I'm sorry. Mike and Warner Robbins. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm good, Bill. Happy birthday, man. Thank Happy you. Happy 21st, man. I'll party all night long tonight. Thank you. Uh, well, I'll be about till 830. <laughs> <laughs> That's life for us old guys. Man. That's right, man. I can't the hey. sun starts to go down. I'm like a chicken. I'm going to the. I'm going to the hen house. I'm My, Mike, do you know I had just turned 37 when we started this show, and now I'm 53. If that doesn't tell you a little bit about how. And Russ was 26. 20? No, 28. Yeah, I think it was. No, 20, 27, almost 28. Yeah, 27 and a half. How about that? Bill, it's crazy, man. I started listening to the show and having kids. and was married. Now I got a whole gaggle of kids. Oh, man, life. Okay, <laughs> we're not going there. Um. But, Bill, I was calling you. First of all, did you know that Mark Fox was still coaching basketball? I, I did not know this. Yeah. And apparently someone was stupid enough to pay him and then I have to fire him. He only won three games at Cal, Bill. Three how games. Do you win three games. I know. Some of these guys need to go home. I mean, how about this? The same day that Pastor got fired, the, the uh, Brian Gregory guy got fired. He was, he was, where was he at? South Florida? 
Is that where it was? So he got fired that same day. So pa- so Pastor got fired, Brian Gregory, and Mark Fox got fired. It's crazy. Is Dennis Felton still coach? <laughs> you I know mean, what? I think he, I think he's like an NBA scout somewhere. Is it? Isn't he, isn't he Rice, I believe? Look it up real quick. I yeah. think he is. I think he's like with the Pacers, I want to say, or something like that. And Yeah, he was still around, I think. And now he's the associate head coach at George Mason. Oh, wow. Okay. Associate head coach. So. He's been around for a long time. I think he did have a little NBA time, though, didn't he, Russ? I think uh, like a scout or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, I'm, he went from Georgia. No. He went to Tulsa like five years later. So he had, okay. Maybe he, yeah, he, he might have been a scout then in that five-year gap okay. and then came back to college. Okay, that's it. Yeah, crazy. I thought the NFL was bad on retreads, but, man, I'm sure somebody's going to be hiring Dennis Feld. You just wait for the presser. He'll be coming. So, um, I-, I wanted to ask about Jalen Carter, Bill. So, I keep reading about how players with uh, you know questionable records or off-the-field issues legally drop by, like, an average of eight to ten positions from where they're projected. I mean, are the Falcons going to seriously pass on this guy? Like, with this DT signing today, I'm a little concerned now that we think we fixed the line of scrimmage, potentially, in Atlanta. But if Carter's there, do we not have to take him, Bill? Like, he's easily the best player in the draft outside of maybe Will Anderson. And there's no way we could pass him. Well, uh, again, look, I would love to be in the meetings, Mike, to be able to ask him some questions. We'll never have that opportunity. We'll never know the questions or the answers that those teams are going to ask him as they meet with him. I'm sure on Wednesday when Georgia's Pro Day goes on, we'll we'll – here of teams meeting with him then. I, I mean, look, I can only imagine that when the draft's going on and if Jalen Carter's still on the board and if that that call is not Jalen Carter, I will probably be disappointed because I, I, I don't have any doubt in my mind of what kind of player he can be in the NFL. Um, unfortunately, the, the, the questions that are going to be there because of what happened and what he's accused of I mean, it's going to cost him money. Adi Orlando said with Russ on Friday, I listened to the interview, and, and he said, what, $16 million perhaps, yep, Russ? If about $16 million if he goes to 13 yep. I mean, that's unbelievable already, Mike, of, of what he's lost because of what happened. And so, you know, I, I would find it hard, again, to pass him because I, I have no doubt in my mind what kind of player he's going to be on the field. But, you know, how are teams going to feel about that and, and how far would he fall? I mean – if it was between Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, with all due respect to Nolan Smith, I would take Jalen Carter in a heartbeat. Unless there was something that, if I had the chance to talk to him, would turn me off. And and I, I, I'm not going to be afforded that opportunity, so it's a little bit more difficult for me to answer that question. But, no, you're right. I think a, as a Falcon fan out there who also has seen Jalen Carter play the last couple of years, you are going to be very hard-pressed to feel that – that would not be a good draft pick. And, and you know, again, some, could something come out to, to make us feel differently, to make us feel no way? With all due respect, no matter how talented he is, no way in hell I'm going to touch this kid. I'm going to pass him. Sure, that could happen. But, I, man, I, again, I'm just – I've been there too many times. You have too where we've been sitting there waiting for someone – for the Falcons to draft, and we know how that feeling is. And if it's someone – and last year, me and Russ were – glory days on Arkwright Road and we were watching the draft and we both would have wanted Jordan Davis and when it was Drake London I mean I was okay whatever another damn receiver so I can feel myself already getting disappointed for them to not take Jalen Carter because if you take Jalen Carter and put him with Grady Jarrett and now this Onyamata guy 
Holy crap. Are you kidding? Yep, and then they put it, you know, getting a safety here in the last couple of hours. Like, yeah. I mean, there's there's start. It just fixed the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And then the other part is, is you you articulated earlier. I don't know what Carolina's doing. I mean, they have, if that quarterback that they take or at the top is a bust, they're toast for like three years. It's great. I mean, Tampa, no idea. And then Derek Carr. I mean, congratulations, Saints. But like, I don't think he's anything to write home about. So like, I kind of feel like the Falcons play this draft right. And then spend some, you know, keep going in free agency a little bit, get some things right. This team could win the division. No though, question. Crazy. No question. And you don't need a quarterback. So for right, man, if the pick is AR Bill, I, I quit. I, I literally, I'm saying it now. I will. Uh, he'll be gone by. Eight. He'll be gone by. Eight. There's no doubt about that. I don't think they're moving up. I, I, I don't. I just don't think they're moving. They know they've got it. They, they've got a. You're right. They've got a great opportunity to fill a lot of needs and and on paper be the best team in this division. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mike, thank you so much. We appreciate it. We got to take a break. Come back. Four seven eight six four six ESPN. Back with more sports talk right after this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Are they singing the fight? I think they're singing the Frank. Golly, fifty-three. It's not. That's you're young. That's not old. Everybody keeps on saying that. I it's hope really right. not. It, I, I mean, that's because I have a lot of old friends. I'm telling you. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm, that I'm, helps, doesn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You're a young fella C- compared to all them. <clears throat> I'm not going to mention any names. But you know, compared to a lot of my friends, I'm the younger of the of the bunch. My bulldog crew, I've got, I'm the second youngest of the seven. Three of them are like, you know, wondering what President Biden's going to do with Social Security in the next couple of months. <laughs> it's starting to get really, really important. It's starting to feel real. That's right. <laughs> One of them didn't even turn up for his fiftieth birthday party. Smart man. Yeah, just I'm sick. <laughs> Yeah, right. Sick of being 50. Four seven eight six four six. But at least, like I said earlier, Russ, I was not born in the 60s. Right. Annie from Ackworth, hello. Bill Shanks, happy birthday. How are you today, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you, Eddie? I was not are you born th- in 1969, you jerk face. I was <laughs> born in 1970. Are you, are you, are you doing... Uh, yeah, but you know how old you are? Every time you pick up the phone to call the radio station, you call my cell phone. That's because I have you in my favorites, Bill. You should be happy with that. <laughs> uh, so what's at the SNS today on the buffet? Oh, my gosh. You know, from this point till January, we are the same age, so the age jokes are gone. Ken from Cumming asked me to – he told me to ask that question. He's older than we are, too, by the way. Isn't Ken like 75? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, I feel good at 53. You feel good at 53, right? So we're all we're all good exactly to go. Right. We're good. No, in all seriousness, happy birthday, thank my you. friend. I thank hope you, you enjoy much. it. And uh, thank you. thanks for all you do on the air. You, you should have taken your birthday off and not had to deal with all this foolishness. I know. I well, know. I want to be here with the Falcons and all their stuff. So it's, you know, it's good. 
I'm, I'm, it's been fun to, 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 you know, keep up with all the Falcon stuff. So it was worth coming in today. Yeah. Well, good. Um, you know, uh, the previous caller mentioned Derek Carr about, about he wasn't sure. I can tell you right now that Derek Carr is an, already a bust in New Orleans. You see what he did? His first meal in New Orleans with his wife, <laughs> he went to Chipotle. What? Okay? I saw the that. New Orleans fans are destroying him. <laughs> they were pissed. Chipotle. Oh, yeah. They were, they were, they were, it, was, it was funny, Russ. They were really pissed at him. Like, he, like, had to apologize. He should have to, He should apologize for that. What a moron. Yeah. I know. I know. Just, just ask somebody. It's not that hard. <laughs> Good grief! Uh, it was that was kind of bad. That that was really bad. Yeah, but you know their defense is falling apart. I mean, they lost Sonia Mata to us. They lost uh, Tuttle to Carolina, and that Devonport's he may come to Atlanta too. He's left. To, I mean, there's three defensive linemen they're leaving. They're in trouble. Fine, screw them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I hate them. Um, I, I'm really happy, and it's so weird, Bill, that we actually – the Falcons can actually finally – I've always been waiting for the Falcons to make moves in the offseason, five, six years. Yeah, because somebody said today, Derek Shelby was the last time we signed a free agent on the first day. Wow. What, was that yeah. like six years ago, right, Russ? We were still yeah. – That's what I thought. Crazy. Five, six years ago. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, this is nice. And, and you know, they're, they're making some good signings in positions of need. Yep. I really liked what you said with uh, – I'm sorry, his name escapes me, the Falcons guy who covers – Rick uh, Flatford. Rick Flatford, thank you, um, said that Jalen Carter was not out of the mix with this signing, which makes me feel even better because when I saw that initially, I'm like, well, with the tight end, there goes Darnell. With the defensive tackle, there goes uh, Jalen Carter. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're both off the board, which makes me happy. So, right. Um, I, I, and they're, they're not done. I mean, what do they have? Like fifty million left? Or well, they, no, million? they. I mean, the Bates is costing what seventeen million, I think, Russ. And and um, then then the Omiyata kid is uh, he's going to be like three and thirty five million. So I mean, they've probably they probably spent pushing half of it. To be honest with you, that's okay. Yeah, I mean it, that's good. You know, go spend the other half. And then let's figure it out in the draft. And, right. And, you know, it, it, they can build some excitement around here. I, I just – all I think they need to do really, Bill, and I'm, I'm biased, you're biased, just draft one meaningful impact player from the Georgia Bulldogs. Just well, one. There's a, lot, the there's, a lot of, there's a lot of options, that's for sure. And I, I wouldn't mind it at all. They did last year and they drafted the wrong damn one. So, we'll see. Hey, Eddie, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Thanks for your call. Thank you, Bill. All right. Take care. Joe Pepitone died today. Old Yankee player hated to hear that. Joe Pepitone, Yankees have just announced, has passed away today. Thanks for all the birthday wishes. I appreciate it. 39 is going to be a great year. <coughs> You're listening to The Bill Shank Show.